So, growing up, whenever the TV fell on some kind of like adventure program where people were like fighting tigers or like jumping off cliffs, my mother would always have the same type of response. What is wrong with these people? Why would they do that? Look at them. What is wrong with their families? What is wrong with their mother? They don't respect their mother. That's what's wrong with these people that do these things. It's of the devil. Something's wrong with their mind and their risking. I can't believe they even show this on TV to tell people this is a thing to do. I secretly really enjoyed these programs and I really loved especially American Gladiators and like the tough women on there who just like kicking butt every episode. But I knew I couldn't be that kind of person in my real life because I was supposed to be a proper young woman. Growing up with my mother, everything was either judged as proper and right and just or wrong and evil and of the devil. <laughs> And I loved my mother, so I wanted to be the person that she would love back. So I focused, and I practiced, and I perfected the perfect persona. I was the perfect daughter. I was the perfect student. I was the perfect person. I worked so hard. Each night, I would just, in my head, drill over what I had done that day, who I needed to remember to send thank you cards to, who I needed to refer to in the third person to make them more comfortable around me, what I needed to do to change myself to be more polite and perfect and good and the person that I knew my mother wanted me to be. And this happened throughout high school, throughout college, graduate school. I just feel like all of it was a blur because I was just trying and achieving this, this greatness that I knew was out there that I was running towards and not able to actually achieve myself. So I started to fall apart physically and mentally all over the place. I got diagnosed with severe, severe depression and anxiety. My body was falling apart. I was in a great job though. Everybody thought I was fantastic. They loved me. Even the senior heads of the company were like, we're gonna watch you, you're one to watch. And I hated that. <laughs> I did not wanna be one to watch. <laughs> I didn't even wanna be there. Every morning I woke up, woke up with this anxiety of having to be the perfect person again. And it would just fill me with so much anger because I was tired of being her. And I spoke with my really good friend from high school who actually knew the deep down me, who was witty and sarcastic and kind of morbid and all these crazy things that I didn't let out loud to most people because she was not polite and pristine and perfect enough for the world to see. And I expressed to him how I was really starting to feel like I was at the end of the rope. I, I joked in my kind of like dark, morbid humor that he needs to hire someone like a sniper to just take me out of my misery as soon as possible. And we laughed and it was that like dark laughter because he knew I was expressing something so sad that I didn't know how to keep living anymore as this person that I was achieving to be that didn't even feel like me and I was just so angry. And he said to me, you're coming with me to Burning Man. <laughs> and I was like, that's a ridiculous suggestion. Like, have you met my mother? This is definitely of the devil. Like, that's in that category, clearly. Like, that's not something I can do or be associated with. And he said, you're coming with me to Burning Man. And I said, there's no way. I've never even camped in my life. Like, are there even black people there? I don't feel like being an other. I'm tired of feeling that way inside my own skin. So why are you inviting me to this place where it's going to be crazy? 
And he's like, you're coming with me to Burning Man. And I'm like, how is that gonna change what's happening with me? I was just in the hospital like three weeks ago and they said that something stressfully is wrong with my body that they can't figure out. Like there's like layers of badness happening in my life right now. You want me to escape it and go to Burning Man? And he said, you're coming with me to Burning Man. So it's day two, I'm at Burning Man. I'm like, this is crazy, my mother doesn't know. I told her I was going to a meditation retreat. <laughs> because she had to know something, because she calls me every day, and if she didn't get in touch with me, she was going to call the National Guard. So I had to tell her something. I was like, it's a meditation retreat, no phones, and stuff like that. I'm just trying to get in touch with myself. <laughs> so I'm at Burning Man, it's day two, this crazy experience is happening around me. And I see this huge, giant spinning globe. It's huge. It's just spinning. And I'm just in awe of it from the distance. And I'm like, I need to see what's happening there. So I walk towards it. And I realize it's this huge structure. And people are launching themselves onto it and crawling inside of it and crawling around it. And then I realize there's a secondary spinning globe like counterclockwise spinning inside of it that more people are in and there's like someone sitting there like meditating I'm like what is this thing this is crazy and also looks really unsafe like where is the like people who should be watching out for this I'm looking for like orange vest like where are the people to make sure this doesn't end up with someone's brain cracked open because I know that can happen that's what's supposed to happen so I was just angry watching it, and then I realized a little part of me was like, I kind of want to get on that. That kind of looks fun. Like, look at people having a good time. So I'm like walking towards it, and I hear this voice, no! And I freeze, and I'm like, oh, where did that come from? Okay. So I'm walking towards it again, and my knees give out. I'm on the ground now at this point, and I realize, whoa, that is me. And the voice is like, stop it. How dare you even think of getting on this thing? This is not safe. Do you see these people doing that? They shouldn't be doing that. And you don't definitely don't involve yourself into it. You are a smart, intelligent, polite girl. You shouldn't even be at this event right now. What if something happened to you? Your mother would be so mad if she realized you broke your arm going to Burning Man. Like, what are you doing here? And I'm just like shaking because the voice is so loud and it has literally physically taken me down with it. Like, I'm like, physically immobile to the point of tears because I'm like whoa just watching this thing and process has taken me down to a war inside of myself and I realized that voice that is so loud that is my mother inside of me and I started to talk to that voice like what's going on there you're really upset about this thing and it was like, yes, because I'm trying to protect you. And if you run into that thing, something's going to happen. It's going to be bad. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I feel that. I feel that terror. I totally feel that. But look at these other people. They're here, and they're having fun. Could we do that too? And the voice is like, no, that is not for you. It might be for these crazy people, but you are a polite girl. This is not what you do. You are perfect, and you are supposed to be perfect, so you achieve that by keeping this up. And I'm like, but keeping this up has brought me here broken, and I'm tired of feeling this way. And I'm like shaking and crying on the ground in front of this structure, and this woman comes up to me, and she's like, are you okay, honey? And I'm nodding at her, but I realize deep down the truth of it is no, I'm not okay. 
So I get up, I'm kind of gathering myself, I'm walking back to my camp. I'm like actually in this like huge internal battle because I'm like, okay, the quieter voice is the voice of my inner me that wants to be brave and that loves like women who are just strong and fearless. And remember when I used to watch American Gladiators and I would get so excited? Like why can't I be that kind of adult? Why do I have to do everything perfectly? It is so upsetting having to do everything perfectly. And that voice just got louder and louder and was yelling at the other voice like, you keep me from doing everything all the time and I'm tired of it. Tired of you trying to be this perfect, pristine person. She's not existing. We are here, and you need to stop clamping us down. I wanted to spin on that thing. You told me I couldn't, and that made me really upset. And I came all the way here, and I'm going to spin on that thing. And I was just, like, physically exhausted from this, like, battle inside myself. I look around, and I have no idea where I am. I'm, like, totally lost inside the Burning Man maze. I'm, like, crying, dehydrated. I'm, like, I don't know what day or time it is. I'm, like, I just want to take a nap. And I look out, and there's a sign that says nap camp. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I walked towards nap camp, and I said, what's happening here? And there was, like, people, they were, like, you can take a nap. We'll watch your stuff. We, like, spray, like, cool water on you and fan you. We just want you to have a nice nap. And I was, like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I need. I was, like, in tears to the guy, like, you don't know how much I need this right now. This is the nap I need. And he's, like, yes, take the nap. God's provide. So I take this nap, and as I'm napping, like all the past decades of trying to be perfect are like running through my head, and I'm like, oh, I came here because I wanted to die. And yes, there's a death that needs to happen. Is that perfect girl? She needs to die. Oh my gosh, I'm so done with her. I'm so done with her. I'm done being led by her. I'm done letting her tell me what to say, tell me what to do, tell me what to wear, how to wear my hair, how to talk to people, what kind of job I should have. I want to write a novel, and I want to write things that inspire people, and I want to be brave, and I want to climb things. And like this other girl just started coming out, like, yes, I'm done with the polite girl. Now this is the new me, and she's brave, and she's badass, and she's doing things that are so bold, I can't even imagine what they are, and just everything else is an adventure from here on. And as I woke up from the nap camp, I felt like I was just like reborn, this new person. I just had this new life. Like, thank the people from nap camp. Like, this nap brought me back to life. You don't know. And I was just like so grateful. So I finally made it back to my camp with my friends. And I was like, you guys, we got to go out. This is like the best day. And they're like, where have you been for the last 36 hours? We haven't even seen you. And I was like, I've been out exploring. You don't know. I just got my life changed. Oh, my God, there's a thing. And, and so they're all like, okay, just sit down and eat something. And I'm like, you guys, we got to go out. Like, you got to be out with me because I was just so excited. So three of my campmates joined me. We went out. We are like meeting people, like having so much fun, dancing. I love to dance. And in all synchronicity, we've made our way back to the same spinning structure. Not on purpose, we just made our way back there. And one of my campmates, he's like a part-time gymnast, so he just launched himself on it naturally. But I was with two other girls, and they were like, oh, that kind of looks unsafe, right? <laughs> and I smiled inside myself as I'm taking off my backpack. And they're like, Yoda, are you going to get on that? And I'm like, yes. I'm getting on that. And I'm looking at that thing like it's Battle Royale. Like you versus me, one of us going down and it's not me. So I'm like, I'm taking it on. I've got to go, guys. And I just run for it and I launch myself onto it. My hands are holding onto it. And that's it. I'm just spinning around it for a while because I'm just like in awe that it actually physically happened. I'm physically on this thing. And then I'm like, now I have to commit. 
or I'm gonna actually die. So I curl up my body, crawl onto it. I'm sitting, I'm inside this crazy globe. I'm looking around me, the people are like, hi, and they're like climbing around. I'm like, no, this is good. Me right here is home. I don't need to do any more than just sit here and know I made it. So after a while I get down, I'm looking around, I don't see my two campmates, my two girls. And I'm like, okay, they didn't leave. Like, I know I had to do this thing, but I hope they didn't leave me. And then I realized they're on the globe. And I'm like, yes, girls. And we're like, yes, I'm cheering for them. I'm looking at people, I'm like, those are my girls. And so then they come down and they're hugging me and they're high-fiving me and they're like, Yoda, we would not have gotten on it if we didn't see you getting on it. You were so brave the way you launched yourself on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just had to. You have no idea. And there's these other people coming up to us and they're high-fiving us and hugging us. They're like, you guys were the only girls on it. And I realized, yeah, we actually were the only girls on it. And I was the only black woman on it. And I'm like, this was intense because it was spinning like super fast and people were like whipping it around and it was like dangerous, seriously. But we got on it. And I was so full of just how much I had made them inspired by my bravery. I was just like so inspired by that moment and I realized my bravery is contagious. And that's not a lesson I would have learned with my mother. But I'm so glad I learned it on my own.